welcome to another episode of the Asian Narrative Podcast. I'm your host, Asaki, joined by my co-hosts, Satoko and Lin. Here we invite you to our conversation on important matters including identity, culture, and societal issues in relation to being Asian in the West. And in this episode, we will be touching on topics surrounding the family structure within Asian households, gender expectations within a family, and the roles we play as daughters in an Asian family. So sit back, relax, and enjoy! I collected some questions, and the first thing I have is, do you think that there is a patriarchal structure or um, do like the parents within Asian households have equal status? Tense first question. Um, <laughs> I don't know who wants to start with that one, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, I definitely think, think so. Growing up, especially, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I know that there's always been a difference between like my my parents and like my friends who are non-Asian their parents and how they um, interact with each other, I can definitely see that they're, um, you know, each roles, that each role like that a, um, a mom would have, a dad would have, is very different from like my parents, I feel like. Um, in what way? Like, what are the, yeah, yeah, in what ways? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, I don't know if, if this is all Asian households, but at least for me, I feel like, my mom is always, you know, kind of there to serve and like help out like whatever my dad needs, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he has more power in like decision makings when we have like well, where we want to go for a vacation or like what are we mm-hmm. going to have for dinner or something, you know, something mm-hmm. really small to something really big. I feel like he's the, you know, the last one to make that you know decision for most of the things and I feel like that's not how it goes for every family especially like non-Asian families that's interesting so like um can you give like an example of like the other households that you think maybe not have the same like dynamic as opposed to Asian households it's like how is it in Dan's family well his family's I feel like similar with mine because it's a Hispanic family and that I feel like mm-hmm. it's like the same kind of structure. But yeah. I see more of that in like white families. Like my mm-hmm. white friends, parents and stuff. So like would you say um, it would be like a roles reversed or like maybe to a less extent or something? Yeah. And I also have, I, I mean, this is another question that I was going to ask later on. but oh, I no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I have I ha- I feel like it has something to do with like the amount of income the parent has, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, because my mom doesn't work as much as my mom, and her income is l- a lot less than my pa- my my dad. Mm-hmm. And seeing my white friends' parents, you know, they both have jobs probably equal to or sometimes more for the woman for the mom and I feel like maybe that has an effect on how much I don't know how much say they have or like how much presence they have in the family or how much I don't know Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so yeah no I get that 
Um, do you think it would be different if your mum earned a lot more? Do you think? Maybe. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say that's a really interesting point about income because I actually think that the whole, I mean, if you or if you look at it in a very cynical way, I almost think that the way it's kind of, if you look at like Asian societies and how the income is different already from gender, it's almost kind of making sure that, that ge- those gender roles in, within the family don't change. That I don't think mm-hmm. like at the moment you could have, well, I mean, you could, but it's still very unlikely to have a woman in the household earning more than the man on in like an average neutral family and i think Mm -hmm. it is just because that those gender roles within the family are so like heavily ingrained within the actual like society of Mm -hmm. like the social thinking of like asian cultures i mean i i like um within my family my mum didn't work for until like a couple years ago when she like when well my mum didn't work until we moved back to japan and then but it was also because my dad didn't want her to work like not mm-hmm. <laughs> not like <laughs> i feel like everyone anyone who knows my parents are gonna have like a really <laughs> bad impression of my parents now but not not in like a oh, woman don't work kind of way yeah, but just yeah, like yeah, yeah if it there was a certain pride i think that he took as the one who was like earning money right. for the family yeah. and i think that's why like he didn't he he preferred maybe like didn't want us too strong but he preferred that my mom didn't work and then my mom started working and it's like he's okay with that but for the majority of like my youth and my bringing up yeah my mom was always like always had to be home in a way yeah. like taking yeah. care of me i think it is the like social constructs of like the gender roles like in general like i don't like maybe it is more prevalent in asian societies we can kind of like compare that later but um i think it is that whole like role as like men take as you know um providers and you know, they bring the money, they bring provision, safety, etc., for the household. So that's including like themselves, their partner and the kids. So obviously like, I think it's the same for me. Like my mom's kind of always just looked after the kids. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad's always been working like all the time. And again, like he would be completely okay with my mom not working as well. And just more focused on looking after the kids. Mm-hmm. And like, like, cooking and doing like domestic house stuff which my mom never really like was opposed to she never felt like she was being like told what to do essentially it was it was just like this it was like an agreement almost like it was unspoken agreement with them and I think it is that it comes with that you know the gender roles and like even growing up my mom was always like to me like because I was the only daughter as well there was like certain things that she would kind of tell me or teach me or raise me to be as opposed to like telling my brothers what are what are the some like, what are some of the things that so I don't remember <laughs> I think we I think we definitely touched on it before 
<laughs> but it'll be like um like when i was i don't know how old it was really young though my mom was like you know you need to make sure you know you learn how to cook because if you don't learn how to cook you're never gonna find a husband and like when i was yeah. young i was like equating like cooking skills to being a wife <laughs> and i was just like what and like um I learned anyways, mm-hmm. but there were like little like things as well. There's like this, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a Vietnamese thing or a Southeast Asian thing, but there's like this pineapple wife test. I don't know if you know about it. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's literally, my mom taught me how to cut a pineapple a specific way. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to cut it that specific way, you are not technically trained to be a wife. A housewife. I feel like they have something like that in Japan. It's but it's with an apple and how to peel an apple in one peel. Yeah, so it's uh, and if you so cut like, it, you're like, oh, you're bad. You're bad with knife works. Like you can't do your knife. So if if any of the listeners want to learn how to do a wife pineapple test, essentially <laughs> what you have to essentially what you have to do is peel the like pineapple, and as you know, there's eyes, like the. In Vietnamese, it's called eyes, but you know the dots. <laughs> and a pineapple. I didn't know they were called eyes. <laughs> yeah, my mom calls it eyes, but um, there's maybe like, it's just when you look... <laughs> no, because I've seen it online. Okay, okay. And like, there's a, there's like a specific way it goes diagonal, mm-hmm. and you've just got to cut it diagonal, like all the way through. It takes <laughs> so long. I just remember I was at university. I don't think you was even there, Sati. I did it, and I was like, "Mom did it here. Yeah. Like, You're fine. Like you're just... ready to get married." I was like. Just get store bought ones. They're already yeah. peeled. <laughs> That's exactly I what I said to my mom when she tried to teach me how to skin a uh, fish, like a whole fish. Like oh the gosh. work was too much. I was like, Mom, I'll just buy fillets. <laughs> yeah. Just buy fillets. Honestly. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, like those type of things, it's kind of like um, the domestic stuff. So, like cleaning, yeah. like the cooking. Um, even like she really emphasized like beauty and like weight and all this stuff which is like you need mm. to you know stay thin and you know exercise and stuff because you know then you're beautiful and then you can find a husband mm-hmm. i was like oh my god this was like so drilled into my head but she would never say this to my brothers mm. like she wouldn't mm. tell them to like well she told them to clean obviously but like cooking wasn't really like a priority for them they didn't get a wife test obviously and they didn't really get told Did like they have a husband oh, test no. Ooh, no what is it though? Like, that is another. True. That's another topic maybe altogether. Just I sit think. there and no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> like maybe maybe my dad have like an equivalent of like a uh, like a husband or provision provider test or something to my brothers that I don't even know because obviously mm-hmm. why would he tell me? Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, like growing up, there was definitely like things that my mom would tell me she would definitely not tell my brothers Mm -hmm. and like she would openly discuss this with her friends as well and they would also discuss it with their daughters Mm -hmm. it's really strange but I don't know if you guys have anything like that obviously you said about the pie uh sorry the apple yeah but is there anything like Mm -hmm. you because obviously you have a brother as well right so Mm -hmm. is there anything your mom kind of it's very uh, different raising you was different yeah Mm -hmm. it's very I mean I think it used to be very different but since um since like you know as I grew up, they realized that I'm, you know, passionate about these issues. So that I always talk about it with them and they like catch themselves doing it now. And sometimes they stop, sometimes they still do it. But um, 
Yeah, it's similar with you where they would always tell me to like try to help my mom cook or like clean up after the after dinner and try to clean. Um, and they always or used to tell me that like I wouldn't be a good wife if I like didn't do any of this stuff. And I'm like, I don't care if I can't be a wife if I can't like that shouldn't be the reason why I shouldn't like I can't get married so I feel like that kind of pushed me away from wanting to cook and now I can't cook because I don't want <laughs> like I had that rebellious side of me where I was like mm, I'm never gonna cook for anybody and now I don't know how to cook and I want to go out <laughs> soon and I don't know what I'm gonna do but but yeah I just wish that they told me because I need these skills to like live, you know, like live by myself. Mm -hmm. But I wish, I just wish they didn't tell me that I needed to learn because I was a girl. And that's what they always told me. And it's just like, they never said it to my brothers and I would always point it out. I mean, like, that's, that's not right. Like he still, he still needs to like learn how to cook to live. So why are you only telling me to do mm -hmm. it? You know, but I, mm -hmm. I, I do feel like there's some pressures for like, guys or boys mm -hmm. within the family yeah, in terms of like education and like work because I know mm -hmm. that like they have I feel like they pressure more they pressure my brother more um to get like better grades and like try to get mm -hmm. try to like major in like you know like engineering or like get a to try to um like you know high paying job and like what's funny is like before when I was in high school my parents didn't even think that I was gonna go to college and I told them that I wanted to go to college and they were like wait what like you what are you gonna do with really? like a college degree and I'm like to learn and get a job mm -hmm. but um and then they and then they thought that I was gonna go to two-year college I'm like no a full-on four-year please <laughs> but oh, wow. yeah I think I, I really think that they their mindset changed throughout at least mm -hmm. like the past like five six years since I went to college and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know because I just kept on That's pushing. That's really interesting. Yeah. So like, um, does your mom um hold a degree? No, I'm the I'm okay. the first one to go to college in my mom's side, uh, or the first woman. Oh. Wow. My aunt got oh, it from yeah. my dad's side, but I'm the first one from my mom's. Yeah, he was, I mean, like it, it's, it didn't take long for me to, like, I didn't have to convince them or yeah. anything. I just told them that I wanted yeah. to go and they're like, oh, okay, we'll think about it. But they just didn't assume that I wanted to go in the first place. That's really interesting. Yeah. I, didn't re I, didn't, I didn't think um, that would be a thing for some reason. Um, yeah, I just realized as well, actually, I'm the first um like female to complete university i think yeah. in my whole family yeah um my whole family as well but it wasn't like unexpected mm. type of thing but mm. i know there was this whole like my parents understood like you know they want all of their kids to go to university hold degrees and you know mm -hmm. that creates like a better job and etc but one of the things was my dad was so certain that i'll stay in london and like mm. he was like mm. you're gonna go to university in Greenwich which is like the borough like I live in so I can keep an eye on you and all this stuff and I was like it's not gonna happen <laughs> and I literally went like completely against their wishes and I applied for university completely out of London it's like a three hour drive away um which my dad just had to come to terms with uh -huh. and he was like okay and like I I'd obviously discussed it with my brother and then who then like had to have a talk with my dad it was just like I had to go through all of these just to get mm -hmm. to where I am now but 
um yeah like they never really i never had to really convince them either but that's really interesting you know that's really interesting yeah what about you yeah. what about you uh, satoko is there anything like your parents or even your grandparents or something even yeah they've told you um because because you're a woman that you have to do x y and z or you have to learn x y and z skills yeah i'm trying to think i think or like just society i feel well like i well Mm -hmm. okay so like i'm an only child so i don't really have anything that i could compare it to like you guys but my mom (laughs) no she has she has two older brothers and she's the youngest and she's the only girl in the family and i think she i can see like being in japan now and like seeing the family dynamics i can definitely see like the pressures that she felt as the only girl and the youngest girl in the family and so she kind of went like against the like her parents wishes basically um Mm -hmm. and did like you know and she 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 was kind of like where you guys are at now like trying to rebel against like everything that society expected Mm -hmm. her her to do so I I feel like especially from my mum I think she tried really hard not to put the same pressures on me Mm. but at the same time so I was never really told growing up like I have to learn to cook so that I uh, so that I would be a good wife or I have to learn how to clean or anything but definitely from my dad I would get comments about like oh that's not a very feminine thing to do or that's not Mm. a very so it's not like it's kind of the opposite so it's not like you have to do this to be a woman or to mm-hmm. be a wife but it's just mm-hmm. like pointing out like oh why did you do that like that's not very womanly or like mm-hmm. don't do that that's not very mm-hmm. elegant or that's not very yeah. graceful um that's interesting so mm-hmm. i so like i would learn to cook eventually and i would learn to clean and i enjoy like i don't enjoy cleaning but i like cooking <laughs> but like you know it's just like the way you're eating the way you sit, like your posture. I was really told about like my posture, like at the dinner Mm -hmm. table, about my manners, about, yeah, just like those like really small things Mm -hmm. that had to be kind of like feminine. I think it's still still pretty much the same thing though, right? Yeah, it's just like the way- Indirect almost. Yeah, and like the way that you're told is a bit different, but I think in, in effectively like they're basically saying like this is how a woman should be yeah um and i think you know my dad is a lot more conservative conservative in that sense um but Mm -hmm. yeah so it's not like it's not big decisions like going to university or whatever or like jobs but just like the little things that like Mm -hmm. i I think i picked up on but one thing Mm -hmm. i do think about like asian culture which might be where it's different from like let's say conservative other cultures because i do think like in other cultures you do have like these kind of gender roles in families but it might be that um one of the things i do think is the the significant roles of grandparents and like great grandparents like within the family so especially in asian cultures you oftentimes live with your grandparents or like your mm. after your mum gives birth or like after the woman gives birth like she is supported by her grandma and Mm. like the the knowledge is like always being passed down through Mm -hmm. like the woman's side and then the men's side have like a different way of doing it but like so 
and you would eventually end up living with either one of the grandparents so like mm -hmm. that it's kind of a way of bonding with like if you live with your in-laws which traditionally that's what you would do as a woman it's a way of bonding with your mother-in-law yeah in a way mm -hmm. and then like them passing the knowledge of how to rear a child yeah to mm -hmm. you and mm -hmm. maybe that's and then maybe that's why like it's a little bit different because i don't think in western countries especially now you live with your grandparents yeah, yeah. um because it's, it's kind of what it is when you get married as well like trying to think about um the traditions in vietnam it's like once you get married it's not like here where you get a house yourself it's more of you live with you your husband's family yeah 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 and, and i like, think it's a way of mm. like bonding and creating like a new family setting mm -hmm. with their family because eventually and then eventually like that cycle goes on so like you would end up living with your children again and then your grandchildren um I, yeah I, I feel like that might be one of the reasons I'm not sure yeah I mean at least for my family like my my grandma she like just stopped working and they were just talking about like what they're gonna do like in the when when they get older and like apparently my grandma and my dad were talking and they were like oh my mom's gonna take care of the, like my grandparents and my mom wasn't even in the conversation like when they decided that and then and then like she heard it after like later on mm -hmm. and she was like i don't like why don't i have any say in like if i want to go back oh. to japan or if i like actually do want to live with them and take care of them i mean like she probably will but just like mm -hmm. the fact that she wasn't like involved in like the decision making that conversation yeah, yeah and they were just mm -hmm. kind of like my grandparents kind of expected her to be there when they were older and mm -hmm. i think she has a little bit of um i kind i think i influenced her a little bit and she was like why don't i have any say in this she's <laughs> getting started. rebellious yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think that's yeah i think... on to the podcast i think <laughs> yeah. yeah no i think like that's another point of like the so i i guess like if you're the parent like if you are the the parent then you have like a double role which is like to bring up your children but also take care of your parents or like your parent in-laws like in-laws but and then also your grandkids as well <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that's kind of like a maybe a big difference in asian cultures is that you have to do both like once mm -hmm. the children are grown up then you also expect your children to take care of you so like you would expect once the child has a job and like has a house you would expect like traditionally you would expect them to invite you to their house so you can live with them basically yeah and yeah. i think that's the cycle that we live in whereas so i mean it definitely creates like a stronger bond but it kind of almost makes sure that no one really goes out of that circle or like mm -hmm. out of that bubble. i think it, i think it i think it is because like I, I think most asians uh asian societies have this like really I'm not just saying like non-Asians don't, but yeah. it's more of, we do focus on like, um, like a family unit. Mm -hmm. And like, this is the thing that I was talking about, like, um, you know, when I watched The Farewell, um, and it was kind of just exploring the ideas of like Western and Eastern uh, views on like looking after 
mm-hmm. yourself or others so like I think in that one it was um so um their grandparent was in China and she was sick like really sick she had like mm-hmm. cancer but there's like a tradition or like this thing where they don't tell the like the person that they have cancer because mm-hmm. they'll like stress and worry themselves to to death Mm-hmm. so what they did was like they lied to her kind of thing and um obviously like all the chinese um born um relatives were like obviously quite you know they're used to it they they know what the drill is but with this western born um granddaughter she was just like this is bizarre why are you lying to her like isn't it better for her to like know and then like we'll deal with it kind of thing mm-hmm. and it was her like her like imbalance of just understanding like in eastern cultures that there's like we think about um ourselves and others as in like we need to think about ourselves but also how our actions kind of affect everyone else in the family it's like one whole unit whereas i think in western societies what she was describing it was more of like you think about yourself and yourself only and i think that's kind of also like maybe why we are more rebellious because we have been growing up with these western um like cultures and ideologies about you know focus on yourself focus on this i need to get a good job because i want to like succeed etc but it's not actually we don't do this because oh we need to look after our parents that's in my opinion it hasn't never really been in my head growing up studying getting a job and all i've never really thought like okay yeah i'm getting all this money and it's all going to my parents like that's what my mom was growing up to know so mm-hmm. when I first got my job, she was just like, where's your salary? Like, where's your income? Where's my money? <laughs> I was like, where's my share of this? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was like, I was like, my money is in my bank. <laughs> like, pay my bills. <laughs> like, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think like, because my mom's never really worked like a professional job. Mm-hmm. She's always worked like, kind of like cash in hand money type of thing so she didn't really understand the whole concept of like taxes and like um bills and all this stuff like my dad handled all of that so my dad never asked me ever he never Mm. asked my brothers or anything else right he just understood what it is what it is kind of thing Mm. um if I contribute to the household then I'll contribute to the household whereas my mom was like I don't know if she was more honest with me because she speaks to me honestly or Mm. she expected me as a woman but she was like where's the money I was like are you I was like but it was like obviously that like you know imbalance of like what is she talking about like yeah it's this eastern and western like clash yeah and um yeah definitely recommend watching it because i was like like, i've been in those i've been in those situations where like i have a family member that was like sick in vietnam i'm like why do Mm. we need to like why are we funding this can they not fund it themselves or Mm. kind of thing Mm -hmm. and and it's like my, my parents knew it's always like it's the thing that it's it's like a usual thing to ask and do all the time without asking any questions whereas mm-hmm. me i'm like there mm-hmm. must be reasons why like why why do we have to do this all the time mm-hmm. that's so interesting yeah but i i think there's something really beautiful in that as well like as much as mm. i mean growing up and also even now like i would there are some things that i can't think of an example off the top of my head right now but I guess like Mm -hmm. trying to constantly not always think about yourself and always having to think about the consequences of your actions on like a whole group of people can definitely be very tiring but at the Mm -hmm. same time there's something also very beautiful 
in the fact of this like community that you have that you build and this relationship that you build within your family like I were as a family were you know as a result of it we're very close and Mm -hmm. you know that you can get help if If you're in that side of yeah and like it's it's like an unspoken you like you don't always have to ask for it sometimes you don't it just comes and so there's something quite nice in that it's actually very like what happened in I haven't seen the farewell I want to but it's not on um Amazon Prime in Japan anyway that's a different story but um we we did the same with my grandma actually who passed away last year but she Mm -hmm. had cancer but we realized that if we tell her because she was like 93 as well that Mm. she just wouldn't like she would just give up and so we didn't tell him we were like instead I mean we I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as saying we lied to her but we were just you know just saying protected her from the yeah yeah so yeah, yeah and like, like so, that's exactly what happened in the film. Yeah, it's and like, like we're not was... lying to her. We just like <laughs> and because, yeah, and the thing is like we she probably knew towards the end what it was, yeah. but she was I mean she didn't I say it. So this is like assuming, also... but yeah. She would have been more like I think she would have been happy with the decision that we made because instead like even so we didn't tell her that she had cancer but she like instead all of the family members were like constantly visiting her every day someone was at her bedside every single day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's kind of a nicer way to go in a way mm-hmm. I, I I mean not to compare like ways of dying but just having someone around all the time and having groups of people around and people yeah. to talk to when she when you know that wasn't really as prevalent throughout like the past couple years so mm-hmm. yeah I think it's that thing of like thinking for other people sometimes can be very beneficial it's yeah. I mean most of the time I would say it's extremely tiring but it there's also something really nice in that in being able to do that and I think that's yeah. like where we stand kind of in between those two cultures like we get a bit of the good things of both is like we can think independently but also for other mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and yeah I'm done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's why like um Asian households kind of tend to stay I don't want to say this in a very negative way but let's say like if your parents were unhappy but they will still stay in that marriage type of thing like very like my parents have had like arguments where I thought like they're definitely gonna split like this is Mm -hmm. crazy kind of thing but like they'll never do it and it's like I always think maybe one it's like a community thing in a sense of like Mm -hmm. they think oh what what are the other people gonna think yeah Mm -hmm. kind of thing like oh they're just gonna say oh yeah after x y and z years now they've like definitely broken up that's just so embarrassing yeah a taboo kind of thing yeah I think there's a bigger like a stag stag Stigma? stigma. I was gonna stigma. Stigma. <laughs> a stigma behind um, divorce in Asian households mm-hmm. too. Why? Why do you think it is? Like, what? Why is there such a stigma around divorces? Because obviously, I feel like in Western societies, it is quite normalized. Like, yeah. I I have loads of friends who like um, their parents have split, and I never really thought. Well, when I was younger, actually, I was like, that's crazy. Mm. But like 
as I've like grown up, it was just so common. I just don't really think anything of it anymore. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just split up. Like it's yeah. like it's a normal breakup. I'm like, oh, you broke yeah. up. Whoops, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why do you think there's such? A I feel like around it? I feel like marriage is like such a bigger thing. I don't know because you said like, oh, it's just another breakup, but like a little, yeah, you know, a little more official. But I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, from like an Asian community perspective, it's like marriage is not just like a relationship. I feel like yeah. is I don't know. I mean, I don't I, think, I, I'm sure I it's think, not just all um, yeah all Asians, but yeah. I was just thinking like my with my parents' relationship. I never really thought like I don't think they ever like dated. I think they just like you know got friendly and they just got married I think mm-hmm. I think or unless they did date it for a while and they didn't tell me but <laughs> like I don't think they kind of like date around kind of thing whereas like, I guess in western societies you know we have the options like oh date someone for a bit doesn't work out okay cool yeah fits. whereas like yeah, yeah. I think like it might like maybe it's a generational thing but my parents was more like they dated and they got married like they date to get married yeah. and i don't think in western societies you really do that mm-hmm. I, I think, think it's, it's more of like yeah i think it's sort of going back to what you were saying about thinking for other people is that traditionally mm-hmm. um you would have or at least in japanese cultures you would have what we call like an omiyai which is basically your parents it's basically arranged like marriage arranged dating based on like your status based on the other person's like income so if you married into their family and then decided to divorce then it's a very selfish thing to do because all of that had been yeah like had been uh, you know your parents and their parents have made so much effort to put you two together and like kind of you know, sized each other up and thought, okay, this is a good fit, you know? Is that still <laughs> a thing in Japan? I feel like, is that, like, does that still happen in Japan? I don't know. I don't think so. But just, like, the tradition of what kind of it, marriage yeah. meant is, like, mm-hmm. it's not just, it, it's not just based on what those two individuals who may or may not be dating feel yeah. towards each other, yeah. but it's also a lot bigger, mm-hmm. which is, the stability of both families because it's like yeah. two it's not two individuals coming together it's two families coming together mm-hmm. so it's about yeah. like how stable are they in supporting yeah. our child how much can my, our child do to support them mm-hmm. and like so i think in that sense like traditionally mm-hmm. divorce would have meant like a whole breakup of that contract between two families i don't know if like japanese cultures have it but we have like a dowry mm. in a sense of like you don't have it I oh my gosh so, yeah. so it was really new to me and i didn't know it was a thing until like my brother one in hong kong he was the first one to get married he got married i was like what is going on mm. so like um once you get married no so when you ask for like an engagement and stuff there's like a dowry which is like it's almost like presence Mm-hmm. to the father like the the father of the bride uh, to like trade yeah Please. yeah so <laughs> it's like 
I was like, this is kind of weird, but he wanted to, con- they both discussed it and they both wanted to do the traditional thing. And mm-hmm. so it was like things like, I don't know, they're very like, obviously like now it's not very expensive, but like, like rice, um, these things mm-hmm. called like wife cakes, very traditional things, um, like fruit and certain foods, certain everything. And there was like a monetary value to it as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked him like, how is the like, how is the value um, decided? Mm-hmm. And what it is, is it's art. It's an asking price from the father. Um. So like he said, oh, I want X month of money kind of thing. Yeah. I was going to say, like, um, I think we should talk about, like, what are the expectations around, like, generals mm-hmm. with a female and a male? So, like... For a female, I realize it's more of like the domestic stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. can you cook? Can you clean? It's essentially can you run a household? Like, can you look after your the mm-hmm. kids? Can you nurture kids and stuff like that? Can you teach them to do be like good people type of thing? Whereas, like, I think, and it's never actually focused on education. Never focused on like how much you can actually uh, make or anything like that. Because um with that it comes before the male like mm-hmm. male side of it so for men it's more of like can you like you said like can you provide and that comes with like income can you do you have like it, um a high salary to provide for your family mm-hmm. and then it's also like strength i think as well mm-hmm. like are you strong enough to also protect your family from like danger and yeah. all this stuff so like we, we do talk about as you know like asian women we do focus more on talking about how um growing up these like gender dynamics has affected us growing Mm -hmm. up at the moment but i think it is quite important to also talk about how it could affect men as well Mm -hmm. obviously we should have had a should have a male i should ask my brother to come on (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i'm like do what what kind of things have you heard like your parents say to your brother that's different to you I mean, they they definitely expect him to have a job right after college. Where with my parents, I mean, with me, they didn't really push me to do those things. Um, you know, they were like, "Oh, you can, you know, take your time, whatever." But I did end up finding a job, so it's fine. But with my brother, mm-hmm. they're always pushing him to like because he's also in engineering, so it's really hard to like find a job right after um like college if he doesn't have any experience like while he's in college so he's like push they're pushing him to like do internships and do and get these all experiences yeah so then like they can make sure that he is like you know ready to start working and like get that income but they Mm -hmm. never um had any concerns of on me in that Mm. type of way do you think um they would be bothered if he was to uh pick a soft degree because you're telling me obviously he's doing yeah engineering and obviously that's very i don't i mean i wouldn't know if they would be disappointed or not but they're definitely happy that they chose engineering or that he chose Mm. engineering you know mm. um and i just remembered i like my my dad i've been living with my parents for almost 2 years after i graduated college and they are more than happy uh for me to stay 
with them mm-hmm. but they don't they don't want him living with my parents after college because they're like oh you better you know find your place you gotta you know be independent like be a man blah, blah, blah. so I feel like you know that's very different and I'm like uh, they let me stay for two years I mean like I pay them a little bit so I like help them mm-hmm. with like food or rent or whatever but they like they they're okay with me staying they're happy to uh, you know let me stay for more but like even my brother they're like oh we'll give you maybe like a month or two I'm like that's not fair wow. <laughs> that's, that's interesting yeah. that is um, interesting I mean I, I feel like, like they wouldn't end up doing that you know once the time right. comes yeah that kind of goes like I wouldn't say against but a lot of um people I know um like guy friends that I know have more pressure of like from their parents of um what do you call it like basically going into the family job like the the Mm. so like if um if the dad has a company or like owns like a shop or whatever Mm -hmm. that they automatically expect the son to take over and like so a lot of um the my guy friends like they are allowed to get a degree like they're allowed to go to college by their parents but they expect them to come back to work within the family and take on yeah so and so like it actually doesn't matter what degree you get because Mm -hmm. you're expected to do you know whatever it is that your dad does so in that sense like they expect their son to come back whereas your your parents like expect your (laughs) your brother to like leave (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think like i have that i've quite my parents are quite similar in that sense as well in the sense of like when i remember i think i told you guys that when i moved out my parents were so unhappy with it Mm. like my mum my mum was quite okay ish she was just like i just kind of like nervously told her i was like so like i'm looking to like move out (laughs) (laughs) and this is like because obviously i lived away I like lived away from them when I was at university for three years so obviously I became a lot more independent and like used to not you know having my parents around and stuff yeah so like after after uni obviously I couldn't really afford to move out yet and you know I realized now I I can afford it I was like okay let me just do it like I need to kind of just like find my independence kind of thing again yeah and so yeah I told my mom and like the first thing she said was not yes wasn't no it was talk to your dad really yeah which like do you know I can, this will be another thing but I, i'll discuss that in a bit but um she said talk to your dad and i was like actually i yeah. already found a place <laughs> <laughs> like, I already maybe i found should just place. do that yeah yeah and then she was just like what where who with all this stuff and then like, it was just another whole thing like that's because so i live funny. with like yeah i live with like yeah someone else um that she's not happy with and all this stuff it was just like hell all hell broke loose <laughs> and she even said she was like she was like out of all of the kids you have always been the rebel i'm like and then i went to tell my dad because i was like my mom is so so overreacting over this right now yeah. i was like she's gonna tell my dad like she's gonna twist and turn the story i was like let me get to my dad before she does <laughs> and then and then like i told my dad and his reaction was so different really? like, i was like dad like so like looking to move out but I was like no I was like wait what oh it's like a straight up no (laughs) straight up no 
didn't want to hear it didn't want to hear anything i was like what why and he was just like you're unmarried and you can't move out Mm -hmm. until you're married and then he said it was a waste of money which is another issue but Mm um and i was like dad what if i'm not married until like i'm 45 and you're staying here until you're 45 (laughs) (laughs) and i thought my dad was joking i was like dad it's not funny and all of this stuff and like he changed the subject he just didn't want to hear anyone he changed the subject and he was just like oh i can't remember what the conversation was but he literally flipped it Mm -hmm. i was like dad like i actually already have a place I actually already have a place. Was he mad? And he was so mad. But, like, my parents are very different in how they express their, like, emotions. I don't know if it is a gender thing or is it their personalities. My mom's very, very, like, here. And my dad's really, like, quite chilled kind of thing. Mm-hmm. My dad definitely yeah. uh, had this mindset of, like, your daughter can only move out until she's married. Like, there's no reason for me to move out without yeah. a husband. Yeah. Like, I cannot casually move out. Yeah, yeah. And I think it is because, like, my all of my older siblings, they have moved out with their partners. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm the first person to, like, just casually move out with my friends. That's true. Kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it's just so, like, I never blamed them for anything. I never was resentful. I just knew it was, like, a massive culture shock to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they've never come across it. Like even my fam, even my family friends, or even my family members who are also in Western societies, they've never done it. Mm. It's always been like with their partner, mm. and I was just like, I don't need a partner to move out. I was just want to move out, <laughs> and I was like, I did it. I, I was like, I did it for uni. I moved out for uni. I know it's for education, but it's essentially mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Moved out with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that there was that. But yeah, so this is the one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was <laughs> like when you said about who has more like status in their family mm-hmm. and i kind of like spoke about it with one of my asian friends today and another friend yesterday and like they kind of said the same thing and i never really thought about it until i actually assessed it myself too and it was like it's easy to say like your dad has the more power because you know he has he makes his decisions on x y and z but he actually <laughs> my dad's quiet my dad's quiet most of the time he will like you know provide for like the money and all this stuff but my mom actually makes the decisions on like like what the kids eat mm. like um all the groceries or like the medicines that we need to get she like it she actually runs the household so then mm-hmm. if you think about power right my mom actually has more the power mm-hmm. like if it's like really really serious stuff like it's like clearly like i thought my mom like had the most power that like, she's so overpowering honestly <laughs> my dad was just like so i just realized my dad just lets her get like just do what you have to do type of like you know uh-huh. energy but when it's like really serious things my mom will always say talk to your dad and i'm um... like oh, i'm serious and i always get scared i was like oh what have i done yeah <laughs> oh, i like and like for me, because I'm the only daughter as well, I'm like my dad's favorite. So like when I'm in trouble with my dad, I was like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's quite that's quite interesting because yeah, like I always thought like you know because my dad, he like is you know, um you know very masculine. He has um he's always provided for us, in any like shape and form. Like even his journey here was very like, uh, selfless in my opinion and is to provide um better opportunities for like his family and his kids um but household wise mm-hmm. it's my mom actually my mom i feel mm. like 
because with you moving out and you like you brought it up to your mom first right i always bring up anything to my mom first like my brother does the same thing to my mm-hmm. mom and then my mom yeah. brings it up to my dad kind of like yeah. like in a company Papa. like she's the she's like the manager <laughs> runs everything but then like my dad's kind of like the founder i think i think that's the way it's right <laughs> But they run, they, they, like, they, the moms make all the decisions, like, all the little decisions, like, kind of runs, like, the everyday, you know. Yeah, basically, you're, like, mothers are, like, middle management, and then dad is, like, senior. senior. Yeah, so they just kind of sit there and make, like, yeah, this one, that one. (laughs) And we're just, we're just, like, employees. Like, I don't even know if my dad's, like, senior. I feel like he just, like, founded it. Because, like, he he, he does cool, like, he knows all about like household <laughs> like oh, sorry emotion so <laughs> it's fine i can beep it you'd be like you'd like, be like he does beep he does beep 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 <laughs> like, like honestly like i love my dad and i respect yeah. him so much but when yeah. it comes to like within the actual like under the roof house things yeah. like yeah. he didn't know how to cook until like very recently and he started mm. cooking like good on him but really? yeah anyway and he doesn't he like he wants a garden but he can't do gardening he loves cars but he can't like fix cars and like anything that he like he likes things he likes to be able to like you know have things but he has ideas <laughs> he, like, he, has, good he ideas. has ideas he has ideas but he's always been someone who never is able to like actually make something or like fix something and my mom oh my god i don't know oh. where she got all these like talents from but she can she can fix computers she can cook she can do the gardening she can like she is your like fix everything person and i'm just like growing up i just remember like always thinking like what do dads do like <laughs> what is what is the point of a dad apart from um, aside from like actual money like yeah. what is the point he just sits in front of the tv looking all like dad like but like what it, what is his function yeah. in this house do, you know, do you know what sati that's essentially what a founder does in a company what do they even do yeah <laughs> they're just there yeah. as a like a figurehead yeah, with like their portrait on like the wall or something. Like, this. like who, who is this person? <laughs> That's so no, I mean I am exaggerating for humor, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. it is like it is. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, and I I, I completely agree that um, my household. Yeah, like your parents, power dynamic wise, because um... it looks like Satoko dad is just figurehead really. <laughs> Yeah, but I do like so I. But sorry, like I'm gonna like. <laughs> I'll give you more time to think, Asaki. But I like <laughs> even though it is really weird this like power that dads have. I feel like because even though he's just like this figurehead who does mm. nothing, if I, if if I find that he's angry at me, like it's the scariest thing, or like the most That's disappointing said, yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know why because. If he doesn't do anything, why do I have so much respect for him? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, there are many other things like he yeah, does yeah. provide, and yeah, he, but yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know what it is. It's just like I respect my mom so much, but with my mom, it's more of like an equal footing almost. Like I can talk back, I can right, right. express mm-hmm. more freely. Whereas with my dad, it's like, 
How do I? Think I, it's, I think it is words. because like <laughs> you know? I think it is like that whole thing about like the like um, senior levels, right? Like let's say in a working sense, <laughs> you can easily you can you can easily argue or like complain to like yeah. your like, manager kind of thing about like how you don't like this, you don't like that, and yeah. all this stuff. But like let's say it was even more senior, there's no way in hell I'm gonna go to my my, you know, my manager's yeah. manager. Yeah. To be like, oh, I don't like the way you do this. Yeah. And they were like, who are you for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think, do you know what it is yeah. as well? I think it is because, like, um, mothers are, like, very emotional anyway. So, like, they'll mm. easily express their feelings and how things are and et cetera, which also welcomes you in to mm-hmm. uh, be able to express yourself. Whereas, I don't know about you guys, I actually had this recent conversation with... Um, uh one of my friends recently and she was we was talking about how like emotionally unavailable asian dads are mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. i think it's because like my like growing up my dad was not very emotional or not very affectionate to not just me but like my brothers mm-hmm. um that it wasn't welcoming for me to like express how i was feeling towards my dad mm-hmm. so like when when it comes to the point where he's disappointed in me i'm like <sighs> He's openly discussed how he feels mm-hmm. about me, and it's disappointing. And now it cuts me even worse <laughs> if my mom says she's disappointed because because essentially my mom's always bloody disappointed. I hear it all the time. <laughs> so if my dad tells me, I'm like, oh crap, like I have yeah. messed up real bad. Yeah, kind of my dad doesn't even tell me. He just like goes quiet and doesn't talk to me. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, 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 And I remember that that was mm-hmm. that was more scary than anything in the world is for your dad to stop speaking to you. Yeah, for like mm-hmm. even if it's just a day, and you're just there like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? And then, <laughs> yeah, so interesting. I remember that. <laughs> Good but, time, Asaki. No, I was just thinking because my my dad. He doesn't get quiet. He just gets mad. He just goes like, and he just gets really mad. And then my mom is there to like calm the situation. And then like she, before when we were young, my brother and I were young, my mom would like talk to us separately and then talk to my dad separately and then like kind of mediate. But now that I'm older, I'm kind of in her spot uh, between my brother and my dad. My dad's very much like uh, Sati's one, where it's just silent treatment. But he doesn't show. He only shows when he's like mad, when he's like happy or like, like proud. He doesn't show that. But he only shows like when he's like mad. I, I was I was actually even talking about like how uh, like love languages in Asian household mm. with a friend today, and I was just saying like how like. It was another discussion with my other friend, but I was just saying how, like, uh, very emotionless Asian dads are, kind of thing. And, like, we were just exploring, like, why. And I think it is to do with, like, men feel weak if they show emotion. Like, if they show, Mm. like... And, like, emotion is, like, associated with, like, uh, being feminine. Mm -hmm. So they just don't tend to express it. Even if they do feel, like, sad or disappointed or angry and stuff they will just like tend to just like deal with it internally yeah and then like so then like they don't really express it so like one of the things um we were discussing was like how my dad how our dad would never say like i love you ever Mm. to like 
my mom or like the kids or we don't like, say i love friends. you within like anybody though it's not just my dad yeah. it's like every, nobody yeah, yeah, says yeah, i love exactly. you in the house. yeah 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 <laughs> so like when you when we obviously as like western children watching tv or even like having like white friends basically i i, I still remember this example but I remember I was in like uh, secondary school and I got my GCSEs. I think what's it was it equivalent SATs? I think yeah, SATs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got like really good grades. And like I remember like going to my friend's house and like the mum was like, "Oh, I heard about your grades. Like your mum should be so proud of you." Um, and I was like, "They're they're not." I was, like, yeah. I said anything? I was like, "Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are." And like I just see how they're praising like their kids who are my friends. Like my peers, I'm like, why am I not getting the same, like love and praise and stuff? And I got really upset. Mm. So like, uh, my older brother, he like realized that it had affected me, and he literally told me, if you're going to expect any like love or praise from mum and dad, you're never gonna get it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, he was the first person, like, uh, male or female, to go to university and complete it. And he said, I'm the first one. And you think mom and dad said, I'm proud of you when I graduated. And I was like, okay. So he gave me like an, a reality call of like how my parents like work. Because mm-hmm. obviously he's a lot older does, than me as well. Does your brother show like affection or that they say that he's proud of you? You know, instead of your he, parents? Because he's, I feel like he's never older like, brothers are kind of like a second parent. Yeah, so my brothers have always been like a second parent to me, especially like that brother in particular as well. And because um, like my parents play like a very um, like you know very conservative, very old school parenting, but also very very like Vietnamese. Yeah. Um, whereas my brother, because obviously he lived here and grew up here, it was very like I had also like this Vietnamese like modern parent as well. And um, so he, I, I can't remember if he ever actually told me he was proud of me. He did say like well done mm-hmm. and like he would praise me in like different ways so mm-hmm. like i got into like a, a good like uh like what's the word like a sixth form i don't know what that is i think that's high school equivalent mm. and um so like what he did was more of like he would um because i had to wear suits like it was like very formal clothing mm-hmm. and like what he did was like go shopping with me and he bought all of these clothes for me and that was his like you know like well done this is kind of like your like present type of thing mm-hmm. for, for for doing that well and like yeah. even, even when i even when i um actually when i graduated from university as well again i didn't have a i didn't get a well done or anything like that but like the same brother would then pay for all of my um portraits mm-hmm. my like graduation photos and all the frames and like if anything i wanted like if i wanted to get any like university merch like hoodies and stuff like that and that's like how he maybe it's his love language as well as gift giving or something i don't mm-hmm. know but he did fill that void for my parents. Oh my mm-hmm. god, this is the therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, yeah, and like, so you know what I told you? I like moved out recently, right? And um, I basically pissed off my parents, <laughs> and <laughs> they're fine now. Mm-hmm. But like, as soon as um, as soon as they started talking to me again, my dad dropped me off at, at the house. I mean, at the flat. And like, I remember like a couple of days after like, I got a call from my dad and honestly my dad never calls me yeah never calls me and if my dad calls me I'm like it's an emergency something's flipping happened mm-hmm. I like pick her up I was like like is everything okay like, <laughs> it's like yeah it's fine and he was just like have you eaten dinner I was like oh yeah yeah I've eaten dinner yeah it's fine 
like, oh yeah, I just wanted to see if you're okay, if you've eaten. And he was just like, do you want do you want to go shopping? I can take you, I can pick you up and go shopping. I was like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting the love and support that I've always needed and craved from my That's dad. That's so cute. Just like 26 years later, but it's fine. <laughs> my dad would never have... call me to like just ask but, like, if I... I'm doing okay. Asagi, but my yeah. mom never... Never in my entire life I would have thought this had ever happened ever, and like it, I thought that was just a one-off. And he yeah. kept on calling me every so like every couple of days just to That's check so like, oh, cute. do you need to go shopping? Do you need to go shopping? Mm-hmm. Like I can drive you and all this stuff. And like there was one day where um I had to take my mom to the hospital like to translate. Yeah. And then like when I came home, my dad was cooking, and then I was like to my little brother, I was like, since when did dad cook? Because my dad, like, never cooks. Like, there'll be, like, occasional, like, times where he'd cook, but it would be, never be a meal. It would just be, like, a side dish. My dad, like, had great omelets. Like, great omelets. He just known for omelets. Just loves an omelet. Um, and and this time, it was, like, Lunar New Year. So me and my dad went, like, it was, like, a Buddhist thing to go, like, vegan. Mm-hmm. So I always do it with my dad for, like, a month. And, like, he was just cooking this vegan dish. I was like, Dad, why are you cooking? He was just like... Oh, because we're, we're vegan together. I just wanted to cook for you so you bring it home. I was like, oh, yeah. oh this is too much. I know. <laughs> and then, like, I thought, let me let me, let me me touch the surface. And, like, a like, couple of days after. Like, and then I realised every time I came home, like, he asked for a hug. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. And then, and then like, I touched it even more. I was like, love you, Dad. And he was like, love you, too. I was like, oh, I got oh it. Oh, my gosh. I know. Honestly, I felt like crying. <laughs> It was just, it was just That's insane, so and I, ne- I, heartwarming. I don't know what it was, and I think it's because like I wasn't home anymore, and I think he realized mm. like I'm not like a child anymore, mm. kind of thing, and um, so yeah, that was really nice. <laughs> I don't so know if it's because he's got, he's got like grandkids now, kind of thing, so he's a lot more like back to Stop that here. affectionate, very like yeah, softer side to him, because I've always seen like a very hard shell dad all the time mm-hmm. and like I remember like punishments as well when you were younger and my dad would never hit me anyways but he'd hit my brothers my mom would hit me all the time <laughs> but if, if it's like really really bad my mom would like get them like can, get them can we say that <laughs> I feel like hitting kids is like n- like kind of a normal thing in Asia <laughs> No, guys. Oh gosh, yeah. This is this is not domestic abuse. This is parenting in Asia. In Asia, Asian parenting. Um, yeah. But my, my mom, this sounds so bad. My mom was like, "Get him, get him," and it'd be like, and it'd be like my brothers. I so said one of the punishments in Vietnamese household would be like you have to like kneel down on your hands on the like the flipping wall when you got to stay there until uh-huh. they they choose for you to leave, but. I don't know what my brothers did, but I was really, really young. So I didn't really understand what was going on, but I knew they were getting punished. Yeah. And I see my dad getting like, you know, the Asian broomsticks, but they're like made out of bamboo. I just saw my dad start whipping them. I was like, oh, oh God. So I, yeah, yeah, that's my dad. How was your relationship with your dad? This is a therapy session, apparently. Uh yeah i mean you were talking about like moving out and all that stuff and i'm like in the process of doing that now you know i'm like looking really? for a place and i'm trying to and i haven't talked just to my it. dad yet <laughs> i've talked to it. my mom because she's more like easy you know easier to approach so i'm like i told her like i've looked at a few places and whatever but my mom is always like 
like try to like make sure that you have everything before you go up to your dad or like we always That's, have like oh something <laughs> like we don't just go up to him without with just like a half my like half half in it half out like still yeah. deciding because then he's gonna be like what are you doing like do it or or i don't know but like yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom always tries to help me um you know get to a decision or like have everything ready before we like present it to my dad <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, it's a presentation to yeah, the boss you see yeah you never you know just go up there uh yeah so i'm just thinking as well like what kind of decisions would you bring up to your mum easily when without her telling your dad but then what kind of decisions would you tell your mum to then tell your dad so i'm thinking like university i definitely told my mum who then told my dad mm-hmm. moving out definitely told my mum who then told my dad but like if it's yeah. very like um decision wise like i'm trying to think um i don't really know can't find an example but do you know what i'm saying like if it's very like i feel like if it's like like, car related i will just ask (laughs) mom my dad oh Oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. because i feel like the the more important ones yeah you would like be scared to tell your dad so then you just tell your mom who then will tell your dad yeah I i actually have a i have another friend as well and she lives in a like a like a south asian household and Mm -hmm. she recently moved out and her parents didn't like it um but she told her dad actually Mm -hmm. first who then she was just like yeah she told her dad first who then she assumed was gonna tell the mom Mm -hmm. which she didn't he didn't because he was also like quite if, worried about if you her tell reaction. Dad, if you tell if i if i tell my dad she, he kind of expects the mom to my mom to know already because she he he already knows that i talked to my mom first before i get to my dad mm. no so interesting yeah but he also is like not fully on board with me moving out yet i don't think or that's what i heard from my mom because oh. i haven't talked to my dad <laughs> don't you think it's so weird it's just like we live in the same household what do you know what it is to me i'm just like why can't we just sit down as a family but yeah. like, that scares me so much it, it, it's just my mom is like wait don't don't bring it up yet like he's not ready <laughs> like he has to hear it from me not you and i'm like okay like, do you know what it is? Like, it is it's because like our mothers obviously know how our dad works yeah <laughs> yeah They've had so many more years of like, yeah, training. <laughs> um, they know how to like do things. So like, you know, when I told you how like my mom and my dad wasn't like talking to me, my dad actually still spoke to me for like a week, but then my mom clearly like firmed down the hand and she was just like, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. So then my dad was stopped talking to me. I was like, I thought yeah. I had one parent on board. Now they're both gone. Yeah. And then when, when, it, when it came to like uh, Christmas day and like, they both wasn't talking to me and I was like, this is so sad, it's Christmas. And then my dad just came into the kitchen and he was like, like, all you have to do is just say sorry. But I said to him, I was like, I'm not sorry though. Hmm. And then he was just like, I know how your mum works. I've spoken to her already about it. Just say sorry. And it's all gone. I was like, how does that that even make sense? And there's me like being a rebel. I was like, I'm not sorry. Yeah. I was like, I need, I need to just get this over with. <laughs> and then I just did it. That's and brave then, of like, you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say sorry if I don't mean. I'm like, never coming out of I my, bit my mouth. Tongue. <laughs> I bit my, I bit my tongue, and I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry. And then she went like, she was barking at me. Oh, and my dad was just there, like, he like firmed. I was like, forget it. It's fine. She's moved out. Get over it. I was like, 
Wow. And then like, it was like a switch. And my mom was like, <laughs> okay. And then, and then like, and then she like filled me in like the gossip that she hasn't told me for a month. <laughs> so like, anyways, so this happened and then that happened. I was like, okay, mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was just so insane. That's so, um, so also another question. I know you was running this, but I'm just like, question. It's okay, question. yeah. <laughs> um, so do you think, because um, obviously we were talking about power dynamics, right? Do you think that your mothers are submissive to your fathers? Yeah. Because I know like people have like this negative connotation of submission. Mm. But what it essentially is, is kind of like, in my opinion, it's more of like, do you listen to the husband? Like, mm-hmm. are you always talking about, or you like, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So um, basically letting him lead. Yeah. So do you think your mothers are submissive to your father? No. <laughs> <It's you. laughs> um, I, well, I mean, I think it goes back to what we were talking about. When it comes to, like, decisions making, decision making on behalf of the whole family. Well, <clears throat> when it comes to, like, decision making on behalf of, like, when it comes to me, or like when it involves the whole family, I think in a way to a certain extent she does, like mm-hmm. she she lets my dad lead. But I think with us it's first of all, she like every like there's only three of us, so it's quite a small household. And it's so clear who does the majority of the work in the house. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. so unbelievably clear. <clears throat> so I think <clears throat> Um, my dad and I are both aware that she does the majority of the work. And so she knows like most, like she knows best basically what's happening. Also being back in, yeah. And also like being back in Japan, I think the power dynamic changed. Let's put it that way. When we were living Mm -hmm. in Holland, um, it was more of like foreign territory for my Mm mum, And so my dad definitely led the way and my mum was quite you know listened to what my dad had to say because the majority of the friends group was from my dad's side and he had a lot of like support network there but my dad's an only child as well so once we came back to Japan it kind of switched because my mum has a bigger family my dad is an only child and you know my grandparents on my dad's side are both dead so it's just him and he has a couple friends but not to the same extent as back in Europe and so now I feel like my mum leads the way in majority mm-hmm. because now it's like fat when it comes to family decisions it also includes my mum's side so she has mm-hmm. so she's like leading in that um yeah so I think it kind of changed but on the whole when it comes to like family yeah. I think my mom has always kind of led the way in a way because, like, she's she knows more about the finances, she knows more about the food, the blah, the schooling, yeah, so etc. Like, et et that, that's what I was saying in a sense of like yeah. when you think about like the power dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's easy to to assume it's the father. Yeah. But like what Satoko was saying, really, actually, it's it's actually the mother. Mm-hmm. Like it, it definitely in my in, in um my household as well so like what you're saying because like my dad's just always like 
like you said, like, what does he actually do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just there. Um, yeah. My mom controls everything, really. Like, my dad provides. He does, like, his, like, you know, quote-unquote role in provision. <laughs> but yeah. my mom actually runs the household. She knows where everything is and stuff. Like, there's been times where my mom, my dad will be like, oh, where's this? I'm like, it's your household, you know? Like, mm, how do you yeah. not know where things are in your house? But That's my mom true. runs it. That's why she knows everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom um, runs it, but she because there's quite a big age gap between my mom and my dad my mom would always be like she would she wouldn't talk back like she wouldn't so that's what like, I they would have like, they would yeah, have yeah. arguments but she would always remain extremely respectful even <laughs> which is really funny like even within arguments she's like being respectful it's like how can you have a respectful <laughs> i mean i guess you yeah. could but like you're using like the um in japan you have like the respective languages like to older people mm-hmm. um and she's like using that during arguments and it's like well <laughs> that's really? a weak argument mom you need to work <laughs> on your argument skills <laughs> um, then you, which, so I, I asked you if your mum is submissive to your dad and I would assume from that description that your mum is in well like in terms of I guess language or maybe yes but not in terms you know of like... I think it's I think it's more of like the respect aspect of it I think because like I think everyone's in everyone's life you're, you're gonna be uh submissive to someone right so at work you you have this respect for your seniors you you don't really likely to like talk back kind of thing you respect them in a sense of they are seniors they teach you you listen to them etc etc and it's the same thing with a household right like you would respect your parents you listen to them what they tell you more likely to talk back but you know what i'm saying kind of thing um so like so i'm looking at the definition of submission well, yeah i mean i guess like i would say that she wouldn't unnecessarily talk back like in saying yeah. you know, she wouldn't unnecessarily say like oh what are you doing or you don't do anything like she wouldn't provoke but she would yeah. stand her ground like if yeah and like so I think in that sense it's not submissive because she's not just saying like okay okay yes I'll do this yeah, 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 I'll yeah. do that so but yeah it's not she's not I, exactly you yeah. know like so like I, I think that's I think that's what I meant as in like I think people have this uh like vision of submission just being yes 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 mm-hmm. yeah kind of thing but I looked up the definition and it's ready to conform to the authority yeah or will of others so it's not more of like oh I don't respect you because I don't like conform to your authority it's just would you allow the husband or father to lead it's like whatever decisions they make and etc would you like follow it kind of thing Hmm. i think my mom used to be more submissive or not submissive or not using the one but used to be Mm -hmm. more um okay with like my dad leading everything but Mm -hmm. like recently i feel like she's changed and she's like Mm -hmm. you've changed (laughs) not necessarily like talking back to my dad but like having her opinions and like being able to like say it to my dad even Mm -hmm. you know even if it that if that like does cause like an argument but she's like more comfortable like you know speaking her own mind against Mm -hmm. my dad more now I feel like but she definitely used to be more like okay yeah we'll do that like Mm-hmm. when i was like Without you know in middle school yeah 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 
That's interesting. Yeah, um, even within like yeah. this past like few years, I feel like she's changed a lot. She's growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Growth. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just wondering, what's the kind of relationship that your brothers have with your, with your dad? So, for example, like talking like clearly when it comes to like you leaving the house or like you doing things like your dad has a big say and the majority of it is like to protect you like because he's concerned and he like wants, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want, he wants to be the one that's protecting you and he wants to see you grow and etc but I'm wondering like because that's a very like from a woman's point of view right like being raised by your dad mm-hmm. but what about your brothers like how do you see their relationship because um, like, so it's like you were even saying like your brother can leave the house yeah the parents are like okay with him leaving so like yeah, yeah i'm just wondering how that changes a... in your eyes i don't with my dad and my brother i feel like they don't have that much of like a loving relationship compared to me and my dad mm-hmm. they're very like like uptight with each other and i don't know they're just not I don't see like the comfort within their relationship that I have with my dad. I I actually agree as well, and I've got four brothers. Mm. Yeah. And like, if you see them in a room, you wouldn't even think that they even were related, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would be easy to like hug my dad. I would be like easy to like put my arm around him, and you know. Yeah. And you could just tell it was like daughter and um, father. Mm-hmm. But like I've never in my life have ever seen that affection with my dad and my brothers. Like obviously there's photos when they were like kids. Yeah. But like as adults, never in my life. Ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um so that's my... Yeah. No, my dad comes to hug me all the time. He's like, Oh, come here, give me a hug but then my brother would go up and give my dad a hug and be like what are you doing like men don't hug i'm like what are you like you always give me a hug like why why do you think it's weird for this you know there's that little like but do you think this is like to to what extent do you think it's within asian culture because i do think the the relationship between dad and son is also quite um less emotional perhaps in other cultures as well that because because of the expectations and and things like that so Mm -hmm. are there any things is there anything that you've experienced or you've seen that is specific to asian culture or that because yeah like i'm just wondering i'm just curious I think like overall this topic is definitely more like gender specific rather than Asian specific mm-hmm. but I think it's probably more of like the extent so like if I if I like uh compare it to my friends who are like non-Asian um I personally don't think um their household is as um in this structure of my parents' family and it's quite common because like I've like compared it to my Asian friends, it's literally 
almost identical in like every single household like where how this like dynamic has happened and like, the gender roles uh, like gender dynamics as well in that household um has formed and i'm trying to think like what is it about asians in like specifically that it holds so tightly it could it might seem like asia's just like a backward west in a way that we're just like lagging behind a couple of years like if you went mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. a couple decades in in any western society perhaps you know like women didn't have the vote the role of women yeah. was very different yeah. like i guess you could see it as that but i think we've also talked about like the actual traditions and the family bonds and the family connections which do kind of make it a little bit different but yeah i'm trying to yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering i'm just i'm, I'm thinking about it because it's like the power dynamics and like the the gender role uh, aspects to like asian household clearly kind of works because like our parents are together right they have kids but all in the same household and stuff like that and probably more likely all of our fathers make more than our mothers how would you think it would be different if our mothers earned a lot more than our fathers? Do you think it would be the same structure in a household? I mean, if I'm completely honest with you, mate, and it might be a bit sad, but I can't imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't, like I can't imagine a woman in an Asian household earning more than a man. Yeah. If yeah. they, if they were, like in a very um in a very standard setting in a very generic setting Mm -hmm. yeah um but also if i think about all of my friends no chance i i'm thinking really even your friends as well like my friends parents yeah like i wouldn't oh i I thought you meant your actual friends oh no 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 no, no, sorry sorry (laughs) sorry no no no, no, my like my friends families yeah um or my cousins it, I can't imagine, or I don't, I, I've, I've yet to come across a situation. Yeah. So question then to you guys is, would you be okay with your partner earning significantly less than you? Yeah. And being okay to marry them? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like money isn't the issue. So like, I think... Like, if we talk about now, like, current generation, yeah. I do think things are changing. Like, di- like we talked about divorces. Divorces are more common. Yeah. You have more people um, living away from the household and not going back. You have more people living by themselves or, you know, whatnot. Like, I do think that there is a lot of mm-hmm. that Western um, yeah. influence. Yeah, I think it is because obviously we have a lot more opportunities and choice than we did with like our parents' generation, obviously. So yeah. like growing up, like clearly our mother's um, options were limited and it was more of like they need to bring up kids kind of thing. And that was their focus and, you know, run the household. Um, whereas like for us, we've had the option to go to university, to get educated, to get a degrees, to have, you know, um, a high paying job so like you said because in this society there are like an increase of women earning decent salaries it might come across where there are going to be common situations where 
there is the woman earning a lot more than the guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm actually quite interested to see the dynamics in the household mm-hmm. or like just their relationship in general. Yeah, I'd loved I'd love to hear about that those kind of experiences as well because off the top of my head right now I don't know any yeah. Do you think it's like more normalized if like the the genders were reversed like if you were the guy in the relationship like do you think that's a normal thing that still like that happens now like even like younger you know younger um generations like our age what that like women can't no like if if like if the girl in the relationship kind of expects like the guy to like pay for everything is that like normal yeah, I feel or like would the guy to would the guy be like annoyed by that as well I, I feel like that's like a normal thing especially in Asian culture that men because yeah, I don't I don't everything. I don't like that as a girl like I don't want to no, do no, that, like, you know yeah but I, I don't I'm either trying to, but... I'm trying to like so I um when do I girls do that? Like, like, do girls expect that from like their guy, like their boyfriend? So, like me, 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 and my friends like have discussed it, and like we always said like first date or probably like kind of expect the guy to pay, yeah, kind of thing. But after that, like it's whatever you decide. Like you can go halves. You could kind of like whoever asks to go on a date, and you can pay for it. Like it's quite like. I think it's probably more of like because we understand what we live in London is expensive for anyone guy or girl type of thing Mm -hmm. so like I've always kind of like oh if I get this dinner oh you can get the drinks or some like type of vibe type thing the whole like paying for dates thing I don't think it's as common in like western society so much but definitely in Asian yeah yeah I know that for Dan's family his parents expect him to pay for all of like whatever we get for dinner even though I make more money right now. Um, and I, I remember, like, I think it was, like, one of our, like, earlier dates we went on, like, he, I was going to pay for, like, I had the money and, like, he forgot his card. So I was like, okay, I'll pay, whatever. And he wanted me to give him the card so he looked like he was paying. But I'm like, bro, yeah. like, don't worry, like, who cares? And he doesn't, he doesn't worry yeah. about it anymore. But it was just that little, yeah. I think he was, like, joking, but... There's that little, like, ex- think, and we were I, I, also I, I, at, like, a Hispanic restaurant. So, like, uh, that's yeah. also, you know, something that he, in his, like, that, like his expectation that he gets from his family and trying to, like, provide yeah. from me. I think, I think that it, I've heard of that story quite often, actually. Yeah. And I didn't um, want to give him the cards. So I was like, no, I'm paying. <laughs> there's been times where I'd go on a date or like even just dinner with like a, my brother just with the male basically mm-hmm. and the like the waiter or waitress would always assume mm-hmm. that the guy would pay and then like i take out my card to tap yeah and like they'll get like a weird look at the guy i'm like why are you not paying yeah. yeah yeah like i think that's kind of that that's a pressure that men probably get. face yeah, yeah. Know, in modern society exactly. is that you know um like how how can you not pay for this how can you not do this mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you know as much as we we're being empowered to do more but at the same time it's like i mean yeah just pretty good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of a balanced argument but yeah yeah interesting. is there anything so, else yeah. you can ask us? um yeah you just muted yourself so Toko, i don't know if you know oh oh not anymore <laughs> um yeah i wanted to ask maybe about if you think 
all these like gender roles have changed throughout the generations kind of, just to kind of like close it off i'll go first i feel like oh you can go <laughs> Oh, sorry, I was just like thinking about it, but like I, I, I definitely think with the generation it has changed because like, I like let's say my mom would tell me something to do, and I'm like kind of not refuse, but I'll be like annoyed that she's asking me type of thing to do it because I'm a woman type of thing. Mm. But then what she would say in response was like, I had it worse, mm-hmm. and then like I had to do X, Y, and Z. Like, um, my my parents would were so strict with me; they did X. Like blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Like it was really bad for her, yeah. kind of thing. And like it, it almost felt like she was more lenient on me. But like in my head, I'm like, she's still strict. Mm-hmm. And like now I'm thinking, like if I were to have kids, I don't think I'll be as strict. So like I think it just leads, it goes down the chain. And like unless I think what's what um Satoka was saying, like living with your grandparents as well, they have that mindset. So like if they're in the house, they'll still like pass that knowledge on like ideology on so maybe that's why like asian communities are so like tight-knit mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. You guys? yeah i think it's changing as well um especially because like you know we have more western influences coming into asian culture but also like and so there's a lot more of like an awareness that you know this isn't the only way to have a family and have this family structure but as I get older so like obviously when I'm young when I was younger I just always thought like why am I being hit when all of my friends aren't being hit or like you know just like all those small things like I had a shoe thrown at me from my mom from like a meter away and I was like why is it even possible um but like growing up now I can almost kind of I, I don't understand everything I don't understand the logic of a lot of things and this and the familial structures and why this has to be like this but at the same time like when it comes to parenting I do see some kind of logic behind what they were trying to do mm-hmm. so like I would say that my parents were a bit were quite strict in certain senses maybe compared to like other families but now I see like the logic in that. So I'm not, I wouldn't say that, you know, I, I'm, I want to be as strict to my children, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to raise them in like a completely Western way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's not just food. It's also, you know, whether it's learning Japanese or like having to learn another language which is like an extra lesson you have to do as a kid like aside from school yeah. work, which is just or just having you know a certain amount of pressure to do well in school and get good grades is yeah. it makes you learn and appreciate like okay now I am able to do things that I'm not I don't like because I understand that something sometimes you have to do things that you don't enjoy or you don't mm, like, yeah, and life is all it's, about it's that. Teaching you, like discipline. Yeah, and well. I do think that there is that positive aspect of it, along with like so. Aside from the negatives, there are mm. positives. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I think, in a way, like it, I, if it goes on like this, I feel that it, the dynamics are changing in a good way. That you have like a bit of you know bit of the positives from both sides and then if your parents also start to understand like the reasons mm-hmm. why you might not want to do things yeah. like mm-hmm. that could create it, a it's, positive it's like cycle. um 
when we were talking about like hitting like our parents hitting us like obviously then we hated it we were like why are they doing this to me and all this stuff but what it kind of taught was like respect you need to respect mm. your parents you need to respect your elders and not just the household but like mm. outside of your life as well like you can't go around disobeying every single person like it's not going to get you mm. far in life mm. and um so obviously like back then i was like why are they doing this to me now i'm an adult i was like okay i understand why like definitely seeing my like nieces and nephew i was like okay i see why they need to hit they need to get hit like i i even i even threatened them which is so insane <laughs> and i'll say that word which is like you know the punishment i was like do you want to do a punishment They're like no i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it clearly works i feel like in terms of parenting i feel like there's things that we're gonna take and we're not gonna we're just gonna leave behind depending on how we handle it and like from our experiences very quickly or maybe not so quick i'm just wondering did you guys as a, as uh, growing up always eat with your family like my oh, family, yeah. even though it's just yeah. even though it's just us like even though it's yeah. just three people yeah even yeah. now we have we always to wait together like yeah yeah, yeah. that's and, so and interesting it's i think yeah, i feel a, like that's quite yeah. an asian thing or like that's quite a non-western thing yeah. is that a lot because i remember a lot of my friends from school in middle and high school like they would just like when they had their food they would bring it to their rooms and they would eat yeah it rooms, i was like, so surprised or whatever yeah and i was like mm. what but what 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 about your family yeah like what are yeah. they eating <laughs> yeah like what what do you guys do and like i think uh, it's 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 a very japanese or not not japanese it's a very asian thing to just eat with your family yeah. Yeah. enjoy yeah, the I think, together it, I think, even have words for it you know like mm, itadakimasu or like whatever yeah, you eat, say yeah. in Asian your respective mm-hmm. countries to say yeah. thank you for the meal at the end mm-hmm. say you know and yeah just that, that's that's do you know what that's really interesting yeah. because like we still do it now eat as a family yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. and I think it's um definitely like the whole community thing and like keeping it as like a unit and yeah. etc but I think it's also with like our relationship with food. I realized, um, I think it is in like Japanese food as well, but we don't have like a plate of just food. Like we have a bowl or plate or whatever, and then we- everything's in front of us and we share food. Mm-hmm. So like, how are you going to do that and go to your room? Yeah. Like even yeah. even before this this call, my mom like I told her that I have a meeting and it's like right around dinner time, and I was like, oh, like when is it gonna be over? Should we wait for you? Like when it like when should we start oh, eating? Yeah. Like, like don't yeah. worry about like they have to make sure yeah. that like yeah. I'm okay with it before they like eat without mm-hmm. me. It's I I also think that's like a practical reason for it, which is like cleanliness. Um, yeah. I we like all other except for the dining room it's forbidden to eat food at all because my mom yeah. otherwise my mom has to vacuum the whole floor yeah also so i have a question as well um is there like uh at the dinner table is there like a respect um aspect to who eats first and who serves who and stuff like that my mom serves food but there's no respect on who eats first like we all just kind of start yeah. eating but my mom always has to like if it's like a like a serving food like like a like a pot or something my mom kind of does it for everybody yeah and yeah. yeah and my mom always starts with my dad so my so, so if that's what that's so, what, if so, she's yeah, serving, that's what oh I meant. my oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. if yeah. she's serving then yeah. it's my dad first 
yeah then me and then, and then herself, herself. But, yeah. yeah yeah so that's what i meant as in like respect level like it's yeah. really unspoken it's not like oh you know mom said dad eats first it's mm-hmm. it's unspoken my dad eats first yeah. yeah and then we can eat and like yeah it's the same thing that like, my that's mom true. serves she she even eats last and we always say that like, mom sit down and eat is fine if you need yeah. anything i'll go get it but she yeah. still does it kind yeah. of thing and like i've actually realized like subconsciously i do it i was on like a dinner house date yesterday and um, that's why i said 15 minutes <laughs> so i was like kicking him out i was like please go have a call um so like i realized that i was cooking dinner and stuff and um i would like let him all eat first and everything mm. and i'll still be cooking he's like can you just sit down and eat i was like yeah 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 just just wait just wait i just kept mm. on serving dishes and like i even do it with like even my friends as well when i'm having like yeah so, like, i had like, a christmas dinner um in december and i cooked the whole meal mm-hmm. um but i let everyone eat before i yeah. even sat down and yeah. ate myself and i was like my mom i've turned into my mother oh yeah <laughs> i feel like that's it's not a bad thing that's no i think that's true in japan as well like whenever i go out to dinner with like a bunch of people girls would like serve like food for the people around them and then they're like womanly like they're like housewife material and they like mentioned that yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like oh my gosh yeah. you're, you're like wife her up i'm like why no <laughs> like she can be I've a good wife without being like you know serving food for everybody before she eats it herself but mm. i mean it's but it's a good thing like, it's 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 like a good like act of service but also it's it's bad because it's only expected of like from women from mm. girls Mm-hmm. or younger people like younger to older oh yeah yeah because yeah. like yeah. mm-hmm. i think that that's what it boils down to right it's the respect thing mm-hmm. like how would like why would you serve like your kids before you serve your dad kind of thing kind of yeah. thing you get do you know what i'm saying i yeah, mean yeah. The, the your husband type of thing um like even if it is like the sizes of food my dad will always get the biggest Mm-hmm. of like the chicken or yeah. like the fish and my mom like the best piece and my mom is always the one to serve if when it's like a family uh, family meal with my grandparents and then like my family yeah like mm-hmm. my grandma yeah, yeah my mom yeah. always yeah. serves like my grandparents and then my dad and then me yeah and yeah so grandparents always so if it's like top trumps like the card that's like grandparents <laughs> trumps dad dad trumps everyone else but granddad <laughs> takes everything he's like the all-around thing yeah. <laughs> And I feel so bad it's because so, she's never like eating. Hundred. She just keeps on serving people. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're not eating. I know. We we always say like, mom, chill, eat, sit yeah. down, cool. Yeah. And like in the end, she's like, I'm not that hungry. I'm I like, get, I get, <laughs> I get so mad at my brother because he's like, oh, I want more, I want more. I'm like, you're taking mom's food. Like, stop yeah. asking for more. Yeah. Like, let her eat and come, like, <laughs> you know, in peace. But yeah, he's just a hungry growing boy <laughs> but yeah i had one thing i wanted to say um because cool. we were talking about like how it changes um you know throughout generations and my grandma when she was um i think in middle school or high school she was told to quit high school so she can work and uh make money for her brother's college tuition 
like and they her parents didn't expect her like didn't you know didn't see the necessity in her going to college but did in her brothers so she kind of had to like help out financially so they can support the brothers um you know because college to work and i feel like she's she did that because she did that she still has like that little expectation on me but i don't know it's it's very different with me and my experience Mm -hmm. like my parents would never expect that from me like provide for my brother so Mm -hmm. it's definitely changed and Mm -hmm. even like the way my parents parent me and like what they expect of me and my brother like i see there's issue i see issues with that so i know i'm not going to put that on like my children when i'm older so Mm. it's definitely going to change i feel like even i think it's um, also like a cultural thing as well like because you know our parents are here as well like one thing i did notice like let's say there is a family dinner like a big family dinner like they're celebrating like my dad's birthday or something and um so um this is actually an actual example um my mom wants to do like a hot pot and uh, one of the things that happened, I realized, like, mom was like, how can you come at the time we're eating? I was like, what do you mean? You asked me for this time we're eating, at like, this time we're not? She was like, you're supposed to come and help me? Yeah. Like, prep? And I was like, oh, crap. I used to do this a lot, but because I was at home, it was like, I didn't even question it. I was like, oh, let me help my mom. I was like, oh, my God, such a bad daughter. I literally came to eat. And, like, since then, um, let's say my mom's, like, planning another dinner. I'll go, like, hours before to help my mom and even that i go so early like i'll literally get there at, like nine or ten she's like she's done it all. i'm like why am i here why am i here for this hour? what am i supposed to do now <laughs> i'll take a nap but like That's... it's that yeah she's like ingrained that into me and i didn't think that was like oh because i'm a woman to help it's more of like i need to tell my mom <laughs> and yeah. i realized it's a gender thing she wouldn't tell my brothers to help interesting so like like i said like this conversation is obviously about our experiences as asian women mm-hmm. uh, living in an asian household but it is technically a gender question. If you want to connect with us, find us on Instagram at Asian Narrative Project. And if you also want to share your experiences about anything we talked about in this episode, send us a message. We're really looking forward to hearing from you. And in the meantime, tune into our monthly episodes and make sure you share it with your friends.